0: What you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson, and over here, I'm pointing to my left, but on the screen it looks like I'm pointing to my right is my brother, Brian Jackson. Brian, how are you? I'm, I'm doing doing just,
0: well, a lot better than than we are in terms of pointing to each other, if I can tell you that. So I'm no, we actually doing much better. Good. We're getting practice. We're getting practice. Yeah, get We're doing right it every time, But...
1: I think we've no, got that so- down pat, actually. We have mastered that. Maybe not anything else we've talked about in this show, but we have mastered the pointing our heads in the right direction on the video screen here. Um, so Brian Brian yeah. is my my real-life brother, in case anybody has not figured that out. And we we call this show Brothers in Tech just because it gives us a chance to get together and talk technology. Um, seriously, Brian, like the... This is every week. This is the time I talk to you now. So this is, um, it. This is it. Yep. This I know this we, I know is we say just, this all the
0: time that, that, yeah. that, uh, maybe it's a little shtick that we, we have that this is the only time we talk, but no, this, this truly is the only time we talk well, and the, you know, the, the long amount of time you and I get together prior to, you know, the recording or the, the live show, uh, to prep for this, um, you know, that including the, the show itself. Um, and people wonder, you know, what about afterwards? What about, what about when you're done? Right. Do you keep talking about things? No, no, nope. Nope. Once we stay, once we're done, it's, you know, see you later. <laughs> see you next week. So it's a great relationship. It really is. I'm, it you does. know, I think it keeps us, keeps us talking. We certainly talk a lot more now than we used to before we started this podcast. So that is uh,
1: true. That is true. Yeah. And well, yeah. we just kind of figured we were going to be talking this kind of technology talk anyway. We might as well bring people in and let them listen and, and chime along if they'd like. And um, because our interests are a little more in the family or personal technology, things you use in your home, things you use in your your digital lifestyle, kind of your your own personal technology needs. That's really where we enjoy talking about and exploring new ways to use technology in your personal life. So that's what we that's what we get together and we talk about. And like I said, it's very much what we've always talked about when we get together. We just figured let's go ahead and hit the record button and put it out for everybody else to see it as well. Um, yeah, last couple of weeks we've talked about some interesting topics. I think we talked about uh um, gosh, what was uh what was one we did last week? I'm already drawing a blank. What did we talk about last week, Brian? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, websites. We talked about uh, making websites. Yes, yes. Uh, yes kind yes, of more yes. personal. You, you talked about
0: you talked about developing websites. Yeah, and I pretty much didn't contribute whatsoever. So yeah, that's we did. We we, uh, we at least had an episode about developing websites, and um, and that was more of the brother in tech episode. But which was, was good,
1: which was fine. I thought I thought it was a brilliant episode. I, <laughs> I'm I thought, sure you did. Sure I you thought did. it went extremely well. Uh, yeah. probably could not have gone any better. Well, and uh I can't argue because I wasn't listening half
0: the time. So yeah, I can't really argue <laughs> how it went.
1: Other so. weeks we've talked about the Apple Watch, we've kind of given a little status update on that. I think we talked about gosh, there's been a lot of other
0: topics, but Yeah, we had the the Apple announcements, we had Oh right, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we did had a, lot a lot of those. Yeah, a lot of
1: fun things. Yeah. So the reason I preface with all that is to say that that's not what we're going to do tonight. Uh tonight we're doing uh, we try to every few weeks, probably once a month or so, we get together and we do a special episode. We call our brothers in tech suggestions um, because Brian and I like to recommend things to one another and try to see if we can get the other person to spend some money yes. or subscribe to or download or whatever it may be, whatever it is we're recommending to each other. Um, and we we kind of have a little one-upmanship to see who might have the best recommendation, the best brothers in tech suggestion, and it is the BITS is what we call them. That's the B-I-T-S, brothers in tech suggestions, um, very cleverly thought of by Mr. Brian Jackson. Um, yes, it was. It it really was. Nice was. touch. Really so was. we've both got two items, two things that we want to recommend. And again, we're just going to kind of go back and forth between the two of us. A piece of technology, it can be an app, it can be a gadget, it can be a tool, it can be a website, anything goes something digital that we feel like uh, that we have had some experience with, or we're using uh, that we want to recommend. Brian, I'm going to go ahead and concede the evening to you a little bit. I I don't have the best. That's great. Mm -hmm. I don't have the best suggestions this month. So I'm, very so happy
0: This is going to be a fairly normal Bits episode, is what you're saying, that <laughs> yours are not going to be very good and mine are going to be great. Is that what, is that where we're getting to?
1: Sure. I mean, I, yeah. I do think that's where I, I'm letting you know already that there's no competition here. I think mine are <laughs> a little on the rougher side. So we will see how it turns out. But uh, I'm not super, super proud of my suggestions. But I think they're still good ones, just not, well, not to the top tier caliber I normally try to bring to the show every month. Like so, you know. Alan,
0: you're the you're the um, you're the podcast person, right? You do this all the time, right? You mm-hmm. you you do tons of these shows. You you host several. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't obviously know nearly as much as you, but normally I would think telling the people at the very beginning that this is not mm-hmm. going to be a good show is probably not the best strategy. Um, but I think you probably have to have a lot of listeners for that to really matter. So, right. is that what you're going for? Is you're just pretty much assuming that you know you're. The people that are here are really going to no, – they're, they're committed a, no matter how bad our, our picks are going to be today. I'm
1: taking a different strategy. I uh, I found that on the internet, if you um, show something to be bad or you talk about how bad something is or how bad a fail something is, it actually gets a lot more views and likes oh, than saying it okay. is good. You're, if I go ahead and say – like the headline on this episode is going to be Alan's momentous – brothers and tech suggestions fail, like fail is going to be in capital letters, F-A-I-L. That's actually going to get a lot more downloads and views than us saying the best uh, brothers and tech suggestions ever. Hmm. Um, people love the negative. They love the bad. They love the seeing things fall flat on their face. And that's what I think my suggestions are going to do tonight. So
0: um, so that that sounds great. But if that really was true, I would think we'd have a lot more listeners now.
1: Um, <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying. This is a new strategy right now. Well, no, I'm
0: I'm saying we, we we've been doing that strategy for a while, Alan. We, but we've, Brian, we've, we've, we've never been, like we've put been that, bad on this podcast for. But a But we've never said that, that in real-
1: the title or in the description, oh, the way we market okay. the episode. I'm saying we market it as. Oh, okay. This is a really bad episode. This is a fail episode. This did you know not what, go well I'm at all.
0: Gonna, I'm going to try that. I'm going to. I'll write the the show notes tonight. And yeah. I'll even just start it out with. Just, Boy, you're not going to want to listen to this <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's right. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we'll give a shot. We'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. Like, see you, would be, you
1: would be insane one. to listen to this episode <laughs> like, because <laughs> it fails so badly. <laughs> That's yeah. gonna, I tell you, it's going to be the biggest downloaded episode we've ever had.
0: Yeah, it's going to be the let's see, Bittus us episode, the brothers in tech unsuccessful uh, suggestions episode or something yeah. you know we could we could come up we'll come with up. another you know you work the on that the episode. You're,
1: you're not quite there yet, but keep working I'm on, on it. it you'll come up I'm with something yeah. so let's go ahead and get my first one out of the way i'm going to go ahead and for, go first if that's okay On um, okay sounds tonight's good. brothers and tech suggestions okay um let me set this up a little bit um so I, uh, we've talked about Apple News in the past as a, a service I believe both of us still use. I know I do. I think maybe you do I not don't. anymore, but I you don't. did for I a short have, period of time. I did. Yep,
0: okay. I did have it for a bit, but I don't anymore.
1: I like Apple News. And for those not familiar, Apple News is basically an aggregator of different news sources where you can go in. And if you have an account with Apple News or part of a subscription and you're on an iOS device like an iPhone or iPad or even a Mac, You can use Apple News, and it basically you pick the categories and topics that you're the most interested in. You can pick specific publications you want to subscribe to. So then when you open up Apple News, you've got a nice array of different articles from those different publications or websites that you subscribe to. It's great. I like it a lot. And There's other um, services. I know Google kind of lets you do the same thing. You can kind of customize a Google News page. Even Microsoft, I think you can go in and really kind of fine-tune their news searches a little bit for either a homepage on your browser or some other app. But, you know, Brian, there's a lot of websites that I like to read that are not in Apple News. Shock of all shocks, Apple is a little bit still a wild garden in in terms of the news sources that they let you choose from. There's a lot of news sources on there, but there's not all the news sources. So there may be a lot of websites Blogs, other news sources that I like to go and frequent quite often, that are not in Apple News. So I may go to Apple News for my bigger headline news, my bigger publications, news organizations. But when it comes to like blogs or a smaller organization news sites, um, I don't really have a good source. Basically, I, I go through my web browser and I just go hit each of those websites, and I'm reading the news on the website directly. So. These tools, these, these pieces of software I'm going to talk about have been around for a very long time. They're basically called newsreaders. They are like uh, the idea that you could basically link them up to any number of websites that have a news blog or a news feed. And you can subscribe to them and have them bring all of these articles down into one place for you. So when you open it up, you're seeing the newest articles from all of your news sources that you specifically selected and chose. There's a lot of these apps. I'm going to talk about one that I'm using right now that I like quite a bit. One of the reasons I like it is because it's part of the Set App subscription service, which I use for software still. And it is one that you can get for free if you have a Set App subscription you're paying for. Even if not, you can obviously buy the app. But this is called News Explorer. It is an app for the Mac, and it will also work on your iOS devices, even has an Apple Watch app to use as well. And the way it works, it works just like any other news reader uh, that you can get. The idea is that you can basically go in and tell it what websites you want to be pulling news articles from, and you can either do it manually or automatically. And I'll show you that in just a moment. And basically, you can go in and choose all the news sources and websites you want to be finding, you want to be seeing news from. And then it's going to bring them every time you open the app, it's going to bring the newest articles in and show it to you in a nice news format. So you can read all the news articles you want to. One thing that kind of makes this a little nicer as you step above like an Apple News is that you can also put your different news sources into different categories. So I can have like a category for sports news. You know, If I really want to follow all the the articles having to do with uh, NCAA college basketball, I can choose a lot of news sources that are within that, that category and I can group them all in a NCAA basketball folder. So I can go to that folder and just read all the articles mixed together from all my different news sources in that category. Then if I want to go over to film news, I can go click on the film news folder and see all the news that's been aggregated for me on film. I like that because sometimes you know Apple News just kind of throws everything at you at one time. I like the idea of saying, you know what? I just kind of want to read about this topic for a while or I just want to read my group of sources on this particular category. So it's really nice for doing that. Um, it also is great for reading and that when you actually pull up the article to read, You can choose to go into kind of a reader mode, kind of like you do in Safari, where you can choose a view that doesn't have the images or anything in there. So you just see like a much, much cleaner view of the article if you choose to read it that way. It syncs all your articles that you've read across all your devices. So if you have News Explorer on your Mac and on your iPhone and on your iPad, once you've read it in one place, it shows as read in another and, and vice versa. One thing they added not too long ago that I really do like is they've also added where you can include, let me scroll on down and get to it. Oh, where'd it go? It's down here somewhere. It, it lets you add, maybe I skipped it. It lets you add uh, Twitter feeds also into your news feed. So let's say if there's a Twitter okay. source, a Twitter feed that you really like in a particular category or maybe a trending hashtag that you want to include and you want to follow any post that comes out with that hashtag included, you can actually mix your Twitter feed in with your news feeds. So it was on here somewhere. Let's see where that is. I can't wait. Figures. Uh, <laughs> they probably just removed it from the product <laughs> and went live. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what happened. No. It, well, it's let's here. see. It says down there where,
0: yeah, get from anywhere. There, is, yeah, there you
1: go. Get your yep. news from anywhere. It supports not only RSS, RDF, all these other jargons that you don't really need to understand or worry about. Just know these are all different website formats for delivering news and blog content. Mm-hmm. But you can also include tip Twitter news feeds. So I can subscribe to certain. Uh, accounts on Twitter, certain search terms on Twitter, list feeds or hashtag feeds. So if there's like a particular hashtag that's going on in the news and I say, look, I just want you to pull any Twitter article that's posted up with that hashtag included. It will now mix it in with my news on my news Explorer account, uh, which is nice. Mm -hmm. So I just love the customization. I love knowing that I can really get very, very specific with how I want to organize this. Let me actually show you, Brian, um, what this looks like. If I can do that, let me see if I can show another screen here. I've actually so got the application very Mac, pulled up. Mac
0: right? It looks very macmailish, right? Yes, to, it does uh, setup.
1: It's not the most glamorous looking app, which I'm okay with because I really yeah. just want to read. I don't want a lot of distraction. This is the app. I can go in, I can see on the left hand side, I've already subscribed on this sample to like it looks like about nine different news sources I've got. I've got them grouped into three categories. I've got a movies category. So this is showing me four different news websites that I follow in the movies category. So now I can see all the articles and I can just choose any of them I want to and read it. Once I've read it, it shows as red. It's kind of mm-hmm. grays it out to let me know I've read it already. Uh, if I want to go in here and open this up, I can actually go in and see it, what it actually looks like on its website. If I want to see an actual like Web version of it. Nice. Or again, I can just go back to uh, seeing it instead, kind of in the nicely formatted version that News view. Explore yeah. shows it to me like in a reader view. Mm-hmm. Um, so it keeps up with all that. And then I can flip over to my other categories and see my Mac list. I can go into one specific news source. I just want to read from Mac rumors right now. And I can see all the news articles coming up. So here was one that was done at just uh, like five hours ago. Here was one six hours ago. So showing you from the newest to the oldest sorted down. And again, I can just look at them and read them. It saves me from having to go to all the websites to read these articles. Plus, it just gives me a nice overall reading experience to look at. And adding new 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 sources is really easy. And again, what I'm showing you in this app is not, not a lot of this is very unique to News Explorer. Any news app you get that allows you to add your own content will have these same kind of features for the most part. Yeah. But if and I go it looks like there's one. a
0: There's a star up there. Is that, a, is that a way to save that
1: particular It is. Article? If I click okay. the save, it makes it a favorite. And okay. then I've got a favorites yeah. tab over here on the left-hand side, and I can actually see my favorites. So if there's an article I stumble cool. across, hey, I really want to keep that, and I want to, like, really dig into that one later, I can favorite it and come back to it later. But if I wanted to add a new one, it's really pretty easy. There's a plus button down the bottom. I don't think you can see it. The screen sharing is not showing pop-up windows. But allows me to, yeah, it's not showing the windows, unfortunately. Um, But it basically lets me pop up and it actually lets me type in a search box topics I'm looking for. And it will show me a lot of websites already indexed that I could just click on and say, yes, I want to follow that one. Yes, I want to follow that one. But if there's a website that's not coming up, in that automatic search, all you have to do is go to the website that has a news page and copy the address of that website. And then when you come to News Explorer, say you want to add one manually, hmm. paste in that address, and it will automatically subscribe to that news feed from that site and include it in with your news items. So, nice. so it's like it's like Apple News. It's mm-hmm. like uh, Google News and Microsoft, all these other major news sources that aggregate news together. I just like taking it at an extra level and knowing that I can really get very, very customized with what sources I want to look at. And I love the idea of having them grouped in the category so I don't feel like I'm just bouncing all over the place on different things I'm reading at one time. So Yeah, that's good. So that is News Explorer. Again, it's for the Mac, and you can get an iPhone and iPad version for it. And you can even get a uh, download the Apple Watch app that comes along with it. And it will prompt you on some of your latest news. You can actually see the headlines on your watch, and uh, it's kind of nice to have all of it connected across all your different devices, and yeah. uh, keep on top of the news that you're really interested in seeing.
0: So, Alan, do you know what is the what's the price for someone who doesn't have set up?
1: You know, um, that's a good question. Let me bring that up here, and I'll show you that really quick. Uh, looks like the price for News Explorer as an app is nine ninety nine. That's on the Mac. It's a one-time license, so you get it and you own it. Yeah. Um, it is available in the Set App subscription, so if you're a monthly subscriber to Setapp, you get it for free. Now, the mobile version of it, you do have to buy separately. I think it was $4 okay. Okay. to get the mobile, but that works on iOS. Uh, that works on iPhone or iPad, both. Uh, you get one version; it'll work on both. The, the so,
0: watch come with that one?
1: I'm assuming. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think the watch is a separate purchase. Um, so, really, you're looking at 14 bucks if 14 you want to have this entire news platform across all your devices. But it's one time; it's not a subscription. You don't have to worry about redoing it every year. Um, that's just well uh, what we got. Mm. So, um, very cool. I'm a okay. fan of it. It's uh it's by Beta Magic is the name of the company. B e t a m a g i c and that's where they sell uh, News Explorer. They have some other apps as well. I'm not familiar with their other work, but uh, Beta Magic is the company. News Explorer is the app I'm I'm suggesting and recommending. Hmm.
0: Yep. Cool. Well, talk about talk about under you know what it what was the the saying under um, under promise, promise over yeah you you completely over delivered there from what you, I see, thought
1: what you I see what I did see what I did. I teased that it was going to be bad. Yeah,
0: you know, and I tell you, if anybody would had stuck around at this point, um, you know they they were in for a surprise there. So yeah. very nice. I agree. Yeah. This yeah, is we'll this see. is this is marketing okay. right here, Brian.
1: <laughs> you're a thinker, you're a thinker. Yep. All you're right. Why don't you go ahead and uh, uh, talk to us about your first pick? Well,
0: right? okay. Um, so, I'll, um I think I've got a. Uh, so I need I need a little bit of. Um, Kind of backstory to this one because this isn't okay. something I would have just bought just for the heck of it. Um, so uh, my, uh, I think we have talked about before that you know, we, my wife and I, got back into vinyl a few years ago, as I think everybody did, right? All the hipsters tended to do. Um, and so we love listening to our record player. And um, Alan, you came to our old house, which had built-in speakers, and we had a uh, we had a receiver, and it was fun to play to play records that way. Uh, Well, in our, in our newer house that we're in now, uh, there is no built in speakers anywhere. Uh, We got rid of our receiver, because we didn't want this big bulky receiver like, you know, uh, had to happen uh, to be able to, 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 to play that way. We've been using a Sonos player, uh, which is throughout our house, which is just uh, wireless speakers for those that uh, don't know. Um, so therefore, there was no need for a receiver, no need for any of that. We did have an old, uh, a small Bose stereo. I think, Alan, you've had the same one a long time ago—a little uh, mm-hmm. tiny speaker. So we were using that for our record player, which is great, right? Simple. If we wanted to play records, we could pump it, pump it uh, through the Bose, um, <clears throat> which was just in one place. Um, but <clears throat> so what we what happened recently is we uh, we ended up uh, finding a. Um, <coughs> A cabinet, an old cabinet, on Craigslist, uh, which of course a, a used cabinet. I think it was from maybe the maybe the '60s uh, that had been re- remade. It was just a it was just a, a cabinet, a, a kind of like a TV stand cabinet. Uh, it had two drawers in it, and the drawers were the size for records. And there's a middle middle area for a record player. And when we saw it online, we we're like, oh, that looks really really cool. It'd be a great place for our record player. Um, so we decided to go for that instead of the old um, cabinet that we had. Well, when we reached out to the lady, she's like, yep, I got it. I just, you know, repainted it. um, If you'd like it. And by the way, if you'd also like the speaker thrown into it as well. And I said, Whoa, what? And she said, Oh yeah. The bottom mesh part is where there was speakers built in so that this radio or this uh, record player uh, cabinet you could wire in your record player to the speaker and it would be an all all in one you know cabinet right the old stereo cabinets that had the speaker sure. built into it so i was super excited i was like yeah throw in the speakers right and then of course i got this idea i i need to i need to get that working again right and it was you know two speakers or at least two parts of a speaker a tweeter and a and a regular speaker that i'm having to rewire back together so anyway that's all being said that I really, really was excited about putting the record player on this old speaker cabinet so that it would sound you know, like it originally should have. But then I'd gotten rid of my receiver and I had no interest in going to buy a new receiver. It makes no sense. We only use records for random times. And we, you know, it's not pumping in through this, the Sonos, um, the Sonos system. Although if I wanted to do that, I could. It costs maybe five hundred bucks or something to get it to pump into your uh, yep. your system. So anyway, um, I wanted to rewire this, get this thing going, but needed a receiver. But I have no interest in one of these big receivers. So Alan, if you'll go ahead and pull this up. So I went looking for the smallest receiver I could find um, mm-hmm. to be able to run this cabinet. And so I ended up buying, um, and here's the thing. I had no idea that you could get receivers this inexpensive, uh, $30 so there's a, a $30 receiver and it's tiny. And the reason I got something tiny is because I wanted this hidden back in the cabinet. So you don't see it anywhere. Uh, I just wanted to be able to kind of reach in and, and turn the volume up and have, um, the, uh, the record player going through that. Now, for those who know, record players will need a preamp, Okay. Which we had already, right? So going from the record player to the preamp to kind of boost the signal and then it needs a receiver. Um, and I ended up buying this one off of Amazon. Um, now complete honesty here. I have not gotten that cabinet working yet. I still have to, you know, I've got a friend, uh, who's helping me create the, uh, what is it? The crossover, which is what, you know, from the receiver, you have to have some wiring that tells it how much power is going to go to the tweeter, how much power is going to go to the big, because it's basically two parts of a big speaker. So I've got that part that my friend and I are, are going to kind of build together, but I still needed this. So I did hook this up uh, just to make sure it works. I put a couple of uh, regular speakers. And by the way, the reason you need a receiver is when you don't have powered speakers, just for everybody to know. The yeah. old speakers that were not powered, Here's people had they just have a speaker wire. They don't have any power to them. So you need a receiver that can take an input like from a, a record player or from a tape deck or from a CD player, put it in there and be the power to then send the signal out to, um, to the speakers, To the, the dumb speakers, I guess they are, right? So, um, so I bought this. And by the way, Alan, if you want to come off of that for a second, I'll actually show you a live little look here. So here it is, right? You can see the size of it. Okay. Really small. Hold on. Okay. Yes.
1: Hold on. I'll get this.
0: There we go. All right. So as you can see, super small, um, yeah. but it looks nice. But I also wanted it to look nice enough that if I wanted it to be part of the cabinet, you know, screw it in or something, that it would look a mm. little older, you know, with the, the silver look. Sure. Um, but it's nice in that it's got, it's very simple. It's got volume and it's got a bass and a treble dial. And it is a what is it? Two speaker input. So you could have a left and right speaker, and I only have one because it's two parts to the same speaker, right? The tweeter and the the base.
1: So but as far as inputs go, I mean it's really just one input. One input. input. So you're bringing Uh, in. I'd say one input
0: one of two types, right? You could either do the three and a half, the three and a half here or the You got uh, the R C A or the Yeah. R
1: C A or the uh was it a quarter-inch or three-quarter-inch?
0: Yeah, three-and-a-half millimeters. Is that what it is, the three-and-a-half? Yeah, uh, yeah, the little uh, mini plug. Yeah, the mini, the mini mm-hmm. plug, yeah. right, the headphone, the headphone jack. Um, right. So basically this is – and it's you know, it's not very high-powered, right? You can see here RHC on the, the screen there. I think it's – what is this? Uh, two-channel output power amplifier, 20-watt, right? It's not that powerful. But for one speaker that I was going to be using – uh, it's going to be enough, I think, to be uh, to do what we needed to do. Um, and you know, I just thought it was super cool to be able to get something like this mm-hmm. for that particular um, for that particular device, and not have to go buy a major receiver. That's what I was worried I was going to have to do. Okay, buy a big, right. you know, a couple hundred dollar receiver in order to just run this old um, uh, this old speaker cabinet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I so, you know I recommend it. Mean, it works well. So yeah. I, I plugged it into a couple of random speakers that I had. Some outdoor speakers uh, ended up putting an input from the uh, from the record player. Yeah, you know, just fine. Um, you know, gave it a, enough uh, enough boost, allowed me to change the bass and treble. So,
1: so yeah. let me if I could just kind of sum up what this recommendation is. So if you are trying to retrofit an old stereo <laughs> cabinet. And you have a turntable, and you have a preamp, but you, but don't, you, don't, a, you have don't have a stereo receivers. receiver, Yes, and you don't want to buy a standard big receiver that does any more than just a single input, then this is the box for you. If you, if Brian you went down,
0: all the way down to that web at the, although, the decision although tree. Although
1: Brian still can't test to the fact whether it will solve <laughs> his whole thing or not.
0: This is the recommendation. Eventually it
1: will. Let me put it another way. If you've got $32 to burn and you think, you know, maybe one day I may need to do these things. I'm just going to go ahead and jump on this and get one now. Okay. Well, let me give you,
0: let me give you another <laughs> let me well let me give you another uh, possible use case. right? Okay. All right. Sure. So let's say let's say you have some let's say you have some of those older speakers that okay. you have yet to get rid of because you needed your big system. So I was also thinking myself. Okay, I've got two outdoor speakers that I had at my mm-hmm. old house. They're dumb speakers, right? They actually need a receiver. Well, to be able to put this outdoors, yeah. okay. put this somewhere, and then Here in the back talking. you got the you Here got the, the input. Well, I could right. actually go and you know plug anything in. I could plug a, a phone in and you know run yep. my phone through it and now you know, we're talking, use. Brian. So, so that, you got that's dumb great. speakers. That's good. And You need something to run it. There you go. Because
1: yeah, if you had a stereo system back, you know, twenty years ago, you've probably I mean, at least I'm speaking for myself. I've still got like six of these old dumb speakers in my yeah. house uh, yeah. and they really are. When we say dumb speakers, like Brian said earlier, they don't have a power cable. They just have the red and black little thin speaker cable on the back. Right. Like you have to press the crimps and push the cable in and close it up. Yet yeah, those will not work unless you have some sort of receiver amplifier to power them. To power it. Yeah. So yep. if you wanted to have a nice speaker set up where you just plug your phone into something, or your laptop, or, or whatever it may be, or your iPad. This receiver will, will do the trick then, because all you need yep. is one input to go out to these two speakers, and boom, you've got a nice little, like you said, outdoor setup. You got a you know, a private listening room setup, yeah. whatever it may be. Very easy to do.
0: I mean, say you had a couple of you know book bookshelf speakers, and of course everybody now is like, oh, I'll buy. Wi-Fi speakers, and I'll and I'll send my phone to that and everything. And sure, you could do that. You could buy yeah. a brand new speaker, but if you've got the the dumb speakers, the speakers by those, the speakers themselves are good, right? I mean, if you've got good speakers, the sound is going to be great. The question is, what can you run it, you know, run it with, right? Yeah. And do you want this big system anymore? Um, okay. I also think this is kind of smart because, given that, it, you maybe think, well, it's only got one input and that's why you need the big ones because you need multiple input but these days all you need is one input right if you had your phone yeah. even if it wasn't bluetooth let's say that you had you all your, know, your sources. phone kind of hooked in wired into it to just play you've got everything yeah. there right the question is do you have dumb speakers that you want to use so um so i was i was pretty pretty happy the fact that i could get something cheap for my solution um but also you know hopefully if someone's got just they love their dumb speakers that they have. They love the fact that the sound comes from them. They just need something to play it without, you know, having these yeah. this monster uh, receiver around.
1: This no, that's nice great. Stuff. Okay, Brian, yeah. you've redeemed yourself. That's, that's thank good. you, I, thank you. I had to talk my way out of that. One. I just i had to i had to walk you down a path to get you just to where you see. The yeah, you you, that, you, that. you 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 led me, oh Shepard. I did. Right? I did that. You're yeah. welcome. Let's let's call it that. Let's let's, let's let's zoom back a little bit. Oh, there we go. Okay, please. Um okay so good Brian so all uh, right sorry who who was the manufacturer on that again
0: uh, so this is LEPY Lepi. Lepi. Okay. now as as i was reading through this it looks like this is also kind of a knockoff of another company that makes one exactly the same still the still the same price i mean it's forty thirty or 40 yeah. bucks that's another one that's like LEPAI or something to that effect um they look very similar um but you know the reviews I read on both of them is said, "Hey, yeah. it's this is not the most powerful thing. It's not the greatest thing, but it does exactly what it's supposed to do for the small
1: foot space." So, well, exactly. That's the thing is that you know you don't need the most powerful thing in the world if you're just trying to power sound in a room right. you know, somewhere. So, absolutely. Right. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So Brian's little mini receiver, about thirty some dollars, thirty to forty bucks. Yep. If you have a single-purpose uh, audio source that you're trying to get to some of those old um, old style speakers, it's a good setup to do that. So perfect without having to spend a couple hundred dollars on a big receiver to use on it. So, all right, Brian, well, um, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend something that, you know, honestly, I have had this device for at least 10 years now piece of technology that I've been using, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. piece of hardware I've used for over 10 years, that's that's kind of a rarity. So I thought maybe it's worthwhile to at least mention what it is. And the reason the I'm going to recommend it are, you,
0: are you putting it is, in like your microwave? Do you just walk around right. and find
1: out like what You open the door on this thing. Let me just talk <laughs> you through this. You put food in, typically cold. You hit a button. You put in some time. You press the start and then button. It starts. Oh, yeah. And it heats it yep. all within the yep. box without you having to like no heat's coming out. It's amazing. So man, that's a microwave. Man. That is my recommendation for today, Brian. People come, <laughs> yeah. People
0: come to Brothers in Tech for the future, yep. and there you go. All right.
1: Well, now let me let me in all seriousness. I'll, I'll share mine here. Uh, it is an older piece of tech. There are newer ones around. The reason I'm recommending this this version of it now, that the one I have, is because you can get it so much cheaper than I did when I bought it originally. Uh, Brian, I, I, I have Time Machine, our uh, backup system, running on my computer. I have, between my two boys in the house and my wife, we all have about eight devices that I have set up to well, four Macs that will run Time Machine backups uh, automatically. And then some, well, yeah, it's the only thing I'm using it for. It's just for the Mac Time Machine backups. I've got several Mac computers that I want to have backed up automatically. Now, Time Machine is great, but it typically involves the fact that you have to plug in a, a an external hard drive to automatically do the backup to your computer. And that just doesn't work for me because I, I am very mobile with my laptop. Sometimes I'm here in my desk. Sometimes I'm in the other room. Sometimes I'm at the dining table, wherever I feel like working at the time. And I don't like having to carry that box around whenever it's time to run a backup and have to carry around with me everywhere. And I don't just want to leave it at my desk either. I I really don't want to plug anything up. So we use a network storage drive in our house uh, to do this. And what it is, is uh, I'll give an example of what we have currently. It's on Amazon right now, and I'll show you the price because that's what's kind of appealing right now. So this is the Western Digital My Book Live. And what it is, is it is a portable – it's called a portable hard drive, although it's really meant for staying kind of in one place. It is kind of set up. It needs its own power supply. It's a fairly large unit about, you know, that yay tall. Where's my hands? You know, <laughs> God. Well, right about there. Um so it's not something there's I would list, carry there's around. I was listening people. on audio.
0: Alan just did this. What, a, what did okay, I answer, do? About yes, eight, yes. eight inches tall. <laughs> eight inches. There you go. Inches, yeah. yeah, sure.
1: That's what we'll call it. Um, <laughs> and what it does, it's a it's a it's an external hard drive. This one I've got is a three terabyte drive, and you can see right now at Amazon you can get it for about 150 bucks, which is pretty good. The difference about this whole thing is that it is a hard drive that has an Ethernet plug in the back. So the idea is that you plug this hard drive up to a network if you have a wired network in your home or wherever you're using it. If it is on your hard line network, then it becomes accessible to anybody on your network, okay? And so that's what makes it really nice. So if I've got four different Mac computers throughout my house that I want to have running time machine to up themselves up, this drive can be set up as a time machine source for all those laptops and all those computers simultaneously. So basically as long as our laptop is in our house connected to our wireless network, it is backing up to this drive automatically right. for us. Okay. Because it's sitting on our network and it's connected to our Wi-Fi network and it knows, okay, as long as I'm on the network and I see a Mac that on my network that needs to be backed up, I'm going to back up to this drive. So I know that every time my laptop is in my house, it is getting backed up. Doesn't matter if I've got anything plugged up to it. Doesn't matter what room of the house I'm in, it is getting plugged up to this network drive or backed up to this network drive. And at any time I can see all four computer backups on this drive at one time as well. It's just super nice, super convenient. Yes. You know, the idea that, uh, Is that your only backup of your computers? And if that one drive were to die, would you not lose everything? We also do an iCloud backup of each of our computers to an iCloud storage as well. So that's kind of our double double backup that we've got going on. But it's just nice knowing that instead of having to carry a bunch of external drives and having to cart them around or carry them with us or plug them up to our laptop at inopportune times, we just know that this thing will get us backed up all the time as long as we're sitting on our network um at any time so nice and i mean three terabytes of storage on a network drive for 150 bucks i think it's a pretty good deal right now i think yeah. i probably paid three to four hundred dollars for it when i got it originally um but we've had it honestly like eight or nine years at least and uh hmm. it's still it's still sitting in my cabinet is still backing up my time machine backup on my laptop every single day and every single night so uh and of it's course great.
0: for for people to know for time machine it's it's fantastic in that it it is overriding old stuff when it has yeah. so it's not it's constantly making space for itself. It's not yeah. like it's you know he's been going that long and it's been running out of space duplicating everything it It continues to be efficient, so yeah no, that's great
1: yeah that's no great. it's great and and plus this drive will do other things too. I mean I use it for time machine. that's pretty much the only thing we use it for. But it is capable of obviously being any kind of storage you want to put on that drive. You can connect to it. You see it on your computer as a connected drive, just like you would an external hard drive. You can copy things to it. You can store things in folders on it. Um, And there's functionality where since this is connected to your network on a permanent basis, it actually sits there on your network all the time. You can turn on some functionality to where you can access the contents screen, of this hard drive or something. outside yeah. of your network if you chose to.
0: Oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah.
1: So if I, I had that. a folder, yes. I can actually set up a folder on it, and it has a nice online tool. I'll even show you what that looks like. It has a nice online tool to be able to say uh, – to go in and administer the actual drive. And when you do that, you have a lot of options to work with. So this is through a web browser how you actually – connect to your your drive and you have a lot of places where you can create different users for it if you want to have different people that can log in and use it you can create sharepoints and those sharepoints mean that if you open your network up to allow this drive to be con- visible outside of the network you could actually access some of those sharepoints and folders hmm. outside of your home now i don't have that turned on i've got everything pretty secure cuz again we're just using it for time machine backups in our house but you do have that capability if you chose to use it. So uh, nice. it's nice. And again, the fact that I'm still using it and it still runs, it's a little slower than I'm sure a lot of the newer drives and, and networks would do. But again, you're going to pay a lot more for those newer ones. So for $150, three terabytes of storage on your network. Yeah, again, my nice. laptop is 500 gigabytes. So getting a time machine backup on it is not a problem with this drive. And the other laptops or devices in this house that get backed up are even smaller hard drives. So, again, it can back up all four with multiple backup versions on that one drive very, very comfortably. And uh, so, yeah, so I like it. It's just peace of mind. Very easy to work with.
0: So, so Alan, when, when, it's, when it's backing up, um, you said it also mounts like a drive. Mm-hmm. Is that something that... You know, with other Macs that you
1: actually have to eject
0: the drive before you close down no. or because it's if, network, it just forgets it. It's technically
1: it. a network drive. So network drives okay. you don't have to, like, disconnect or they'll dismount just, from necessarily. They
0: just connect when they um, lose connection, yeah.
1: Macs just don't like it when you have a physical drive connected to your computer yep. and then you try to unplug it. Um, but no, a network drive kind of just shows up when you're on your network. It shows up on your sidebar as a drive. I can go in, open it up, view the folders, throw anything I want to there. But again, I only use it for a time machine. That's it. I don't have anything else on it, but it's got four machines backed up continuously on there without me having to think about it. And um, nice. it's nice. It's just a convenient way of doing it. So, again, that's the Western Digital, or WD they go by now, the Western Digital MyBook Live. <laughs> again, you can find it on Amazon as of this moment for about 150 bucks for a 3-terabyte network. Drive, which I think is a pretty good deal. So, um, There was a little security breach with WD, uh, their MyBook Lives, a few months ago. You might have heard about in the news. Uh, they recommended everybody unplug their drive for a short period of time from the network and not let it connect until they'd fixed the problem. Uh, my understanding is that has all been fixed. Uh, I was not terribly worried about it. Basically, some users were having all of their data found out got wiped off of it uh, because of some... Oh, wow remote attacks. Not a huge concern for me, although, yeah, because I'm just using it for time machine backups. I mean, it was not the end of the world if my drive wiped out. It did not. Mine was stayed clean, but again, I don't have any open ports to allow it to be accessed outside of my house. Um, So there was a little bad press on these devices back like last June or so, but um, I still think it's a good device and a good, if you definitely want to use it for backup inside your house, that's the way I would use it. So,
0: And some would say that after a breach like that is the best time to work with that company because they that's true. locked yeah. everything down. And they they kind of had yeah. to lock it all down, make it all yeah.
1: work. That's right. So. That was uh, the WD MyBook Live, an older device, an older piece of hardware, but you can get for a much better deal now if it sounds like something that might be useful for you. Cool. cool. All right. All, all right, right, Brian. So bring us okay. home. Hey. What you got for We're us? It home. Last so, one
0: okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Um, Alan, I am going to go back to a discussion you and I had. I think, I think it was probably last year, maybe even been the last season of our of our, uh, um, of our uh, podcast. But you and I both talked about uh, online banking and mm-hmm. about how you know there are different ways in which you could move money around th- uh, through online means. And we even kind of started talking about the fact that both of us were getting closer to um, taking a chance, maybe on an online bank to be mm-hmm. able to use yep. well i went with it i i, I took uh, the leap i took the okay. leap and decided that uh, now i will say I, I i went in the shallow end uh, i didn't go full into the deep end because okay. i started with an online uh an online uh, checking account checking savings account while also keeping the, the one i have at a credit union for now because I just wasn't sure. I wanted to make sure that yeah. you know, I could use it uh, effectively. So, Alan, if you go ahead and share. I decided to go with uh, the company SoFi, which okay. I think you and I may have s- spoken about briefly before. We did. Um, mm-hmm. So SoFi, uh, just for people that don't know, is kind of an all-in-one uh, service where you know, this particular online bank has, uh, as you can see here, ways of doing loans. You probably, if you've ever you know, sought out a personal loan online and did some research on it, you'll know you probably got spam from these folks um, Mm -hmm. saying, yes, we do, you know, personal loans. Uh, You can invest through us. You can get uh, mortgages through us. You can get credit cards through us. But if you see over here on the right, the the new part is that they have banking um, and the banking allows you to have an online checking and savings account. Um, and what's beautiful about this, and I'm going to maybe click over to a different, no, actually I'll go from here. Um, I think it's going to be asking me to try to sign up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to log into mine on this, but, um, but this was actually pretty simple. I went straight in, uh, signed up, uh, online and, um, immediately got a kind of approval. Sorry, I'm going backwards here. Um. Mm -hmm. And one of the the cool parts is that the savings and the checking both get uh, interest. So just having stuff in your savings will give you interest. Uh, Right now, I think I'm getting 0.7%. Okay, you can see here that it says get Mm -hmm. 1.25 APY. Um, That's once you do, once you set up your, here's the cool part. So SoFi does a really good job of giving you a lot of perks. So one of the perks is that you get on both your checking and savings. I think I'm getting, as I said, 0. 0.7, maybe 0. 0.8 um, just on having money in there. Okay. But if you set up a direct deposit, so if you have your your check direct deposited in and you have that set up, then the money that comes into direct deposit gets 1.25. So mm. the fact that that money gets in there on direct deposit, um, plus they're I think they're running it right now. I think they're still running it maybe for another month. but. Um, I set it up. I joined this. And once you set up your uh, direct deposit, the first direct deposit that comes in, they give you a bonus of, uh, I think I'm going to get $300. Like if you get direct deposit of more than $5,000 from, you know, several of your, your paychecks or something, they'll give you $300 cash right then. So, you know, you're going to get a bonus of $300 just from setting up and getting your first direct deposit. Plus any of the money that's in that direct deposit will start gaining interest um they don't have any fees right not that I can tell like there's no overdraft fee there you know it kind of feeds from one or the other um you know you can shift money back and forth between the two obviously you have an mm-hmm. app just like anywhere anywhere else can do um you know I've transferred money already uh, I've I've taken money out uh, ATMs so they work with all the ATMs that are on that that network i can't remember the name of it but mm-hmm. you know the, the most common network uh, of atms where so, as long as it says it has this particular sign yeah you you can go up and i've gone to you know gas stations or whatever gone to their atm pulled money out um and it wasn't a problem so
1: so brian let me just ask because yeah. i know i know people will be asking questions about the whole yep. concept of online banking Yep. so you still get a debit card for your for your account to use Yes. Uh, do you get uh, checks? Can you get uh, you checks get free checks.
0: checks? You get okay. free checks. Yeah, we just got a checkbook uh, in the mail. I think they sent us maybe 20 okay. checks, which is fine. It'll last us forever. Yeah. Um, I you, assume can assume you can still do... deposit checks. You can deposit okay. checks via you know camera. Um, yep. Deposit cash. I believe you can deposit cash at some either ATM. ATMs or... Or other banks, I think potentially that part I don't, mm. I don't, I don't know. I haven't looked into okay. enough of.
1: So um, depositing cash may be a question mark, just because that's normally something you do. Yeah, uh, you, know, you can do it through an ATM. Um, right. Some question marks about how how compatible that is everywhere.
0: But you know, um, between you and I, I can't remember the last time I deposited cash because one, I don't have cash very often, and when I do, usually sits over in a corner until we get in that one point where we need cash, which is also very rare. Yeah. So. Um,
1: so that wasn't well, a big issue for me. Um, I have a little side hustle that only pays out in cash. and You know, no? and you probably don't want a paper trail
0: anyway, Alan. So it's kind of kind of getting past the paper trail is probably smart.
1: Um, okay. So, All right. You know,
0: are you? Yeah, that's good. Good to know. Thanks for the advice yeah. on that,
1: by the way. Yeah. That's good.
0: So, I um, mean, you know, basically I set this up because – we were happy to, to move along to a different um, – so what I've decided to do for a while is my wife's paycheck is going to our old bank, and it pays out what we already have as our auto pay, and my mm-hmm. paycheck's going into this one, and we're going to try using it for a while. Um, you know, We're using it for any of our other things that we have um, set up, Venmo and all of that stuff, which is where we tend to pay a lot of our stuff. Um, also, you know, you can get credit cards through them, which is, you know, they get 3% on most things. I didn't do a credit card. I just did the banking. Now I'll give my, my evaluation of this <clears throat> so far, like I said, the banking part has been fine, right? They give you a, they give you a card. The card came in the mail very quickly, a debit card. And I've been able to pull it, uh, pull the money from the ATM. No problem, no fees. Um, the app is to me a little bit, I don't know, a little bit annoying. I still have to dial it in a little bit. Um, it's kind of like Alan, you and I both recommended Mint a long time ago to kind mm-hmm. of manage our, our money. It allows you to also go and say, all right, tell us your credit cards. We'll keep track sure. of everything. We'll put everything here. But it, it's almost like the social media version of an app where it gives you all these recommendations and you ha- kind of have to swipe mm-hmm. away. You have to kind of say, don't show me these anymore. So it yeah. does what Mint has started to do, too, which is just giving you tons of recommendations, which is yeah. fine when you're actually looking for them. But um, I like to kind of get straight to the point. But um, but, yeah, you can invest straight from there. You can, you know, start your investments. Uh, it's kind of a one stop place for financial um Financial uh, task, so you know they'll they'll do insurance. They'll do. They're just a big company right now that is funding a lot of things, and I think they're they're doing some pretty good deals to try to get you know uh, the market share uh, coming well, to them. So I, I think
1: you know I th- I think it's a little interesting with banking. I mean, I've kind of gone back and forth. We have talked about the idea of online banking, uh, having an online company as our bank instead of the. Brick and mortar place, kind of in our town, that we're used to going to, and uh, I, I do go back and forth. I, I think I'm, I think if I had the opportunity to switch, I would. I haven't found enough of a reason to push me to do it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, it's just the upheaval and just the thinking about okay, making the the transitions a little a, a lot to process. I guess the only question for me is just you know getting more and more comfortable with the idea that if there was a problem, a question, a more immediate need where I need to talk to somebody just, I'd be curious how the support is on on these kind of online bank services.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the one thing that when I did research on it, there there were some people complaining about, um, you know, customer service. But then I also think, you know, the customer service that I've had at my credit union has not been the greatest uh, in the few times that I've needed it, right. So I I, I will say what I'm planning to do is I'm not going to get rid of my brick and mortar checking account because it's not costing me any money and I figure if I get to a point one day where there is a need to maybe deposit a lot of cash, you know, someone pays for something into like a car, I sell a used car and someone pays me in cash. Okay, you know what? It'd be nice to go to that brick and mortar, make sure it gets in and then I'll just digitally transfer it, you know, from there to right. my uh um to my uh, SoFi account if I want it all to be there uh, and start gaining interest, more interest than yeah. my savings account would be at my other. Well, like, I was going
1: to say the interest growing is obviously, I mean, that's, that's the draw thing. there yeah. is that that's yeah. to know that your money sitting in a checking or savings account could actually earn money. Yeah. Uh, is great. So, uh, well, and, and, and of course, you know,
0: <laughs> I probably should have held this back a little bit for, uh, for people to, uh, to reach out to me, but they, they also do a lot of little perks. Um, you know, what I think is it's a little corny, you know, and that uh, if you're on the app, all of a sudden it starts, you know, doing a little bell at the top that's like, hey, you just earned, you know, 15 points because you opened up this tab on your app and you just earned so many points for opening up this. Oh, and look, your credit mm-hmm. score went up. So you just earned 50 yeah. more points. Well, it turns out those points are actually cash. So you can okay. redeem those points. So I think from just using the app this last week and a half, I've got $15 of their cash that they're giving me. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. and well, then I think bad. you know, you refer, you refer somebody that actually signs up, you get another twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. and they get fifty dollars to start because they were referred. You know, they they do lots of little
1: things to allow you to. Um, well, they're, they're to, trying to, to some free money, right? Well, they're and, trying to tip the scale over those yep. people who are right. like me, who are like, oh, I think I'm interested in online banking, but I don't see enough justification to make the move yet. Yeah, trying to make it as enticing as possible because it's all about numbers. I mean, if Yep. A bank. It doesn't matter if it's a traditional bank or an online bank. I mean, the more, the more, mo- the more deposits you have coming into your system, the better, better off you are. So, yeah. Um, well, we're definitely I, gonna make uh, those, that, those deals. On, yeah.
0: on that note, I would tell people that if you happen to have money right now in savings, for example, let's say that you've got some money in savings and you're planning on keeping it in savings for a while. Maybe you're saving up for for something uh, that may be, you know, several months away. There are a number of online savings accounts right now, high yield savings accounts. Um, this is this being one of them that says, if you put, you know, it's of course, if you do direct deposit, you will give you $300. Well, I also at the same time set up something else that says, if you give us, you know, put this amount of money in the savings and keep it there for 90 days, we'll give you $400, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I was going to do that anyway. And that's not, that's a lot more than the, than the interest I would have received on a normal savings account. So if you've got money that you are willing to put, it, there, banks are kind of fighting for you right now to say, put it here, you know, put say $10,000 here for 90 days and we'll give you this amount. Yeah. Okay. Then take it out, go to the next one. That's going to try to, you know, gain you, uh, you know, another few hundred dollars. So if you've got that flexibility, that's kind of what I went with so far right now is like, Hey, I'm going to, I've got put some money over there. going to have a direct deposit. If you're going to give me right after our first direct deposit, a few hundred dollars, And there's no commitment for me to stay with you long-term. I don't have a minimum balance. Um, So I've got two checking accounts now, two different places, and I'll put the money where I feel like it needs to be to to gain interest or to, uh, you know, get a bonus. I think, you know, so far so good. Uh, It's not my favorite app. It's not my... you know, there's nothing that screams like wonderful about it because all I've had to do so far is just pull money out and transfer money to it. Yeah. Um, but it does what it needs to do. And, um, and the fact that there's no fees is really nice. Again, they're, sure. they're basically making it so that jump on and it's just no risk, right? You can get some, some cash out of it. Um, but there's really no risk to it at this point. So,
1: all right. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, that's so fi dot com. Yeah, for that's that. their checking online savings,
0: banking. which is brand new. Yeah, this is okay. the, the the banking is is new for them. They've had the credit cards, they've had the loans sure. for a long time, but
1: the uh, the banking banking is, is what new. we're recommend or Brian's recommending right. here to check out. So all right, yep. We'll keep us posted on it too. I think the whole uh, moving to potentially online banks, you know, for your daily banking needs, uh, is going to be a topic we still continue to explore for some time. Yep. I think so, yep. be interesting. Yep. All right, cool. Well, okay. you know what, Brian, this actually ended up okay. This ended up all right. I think we had four yeah. pretty good recommendations there. So
0: obviously, over over delivered. So that's that's great. There you go. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that was a uh, four recommendations we gave to each. Um, you may have some of your own. I mean, maybe there's some uh, software products you're using now that you just really want to brag about and tell people about. Maybe a so- Maybe a gadget. Maybe a tool. Maybe a website you visit that is really helpful and could be. Helpful for others. We would love to hear some of your suggestions too, and it may make it into one of our future suggestions, or we can help share the love for it as well. So, Brian, uh, what's that contact information to get a hold of us and send stuff to us?
0: All right. The, in, the uh, info at the mesh.tv is our email address. Um, as Alan said, let us know, let us know either about these products, if you've used them, um, you know, if you end up losing all your money through SoFi and you'd like us to know before it gets too long, uh, too far along, please, please do that. Please email me ASAP if that's the case. Um, or you can go to our website, which is www.brothers-n-tech.com.
1: Still under development as of the time of this recording, but. We'll be working on it soon. So okay, I good. encourage you. I think you should go to the website. I think you should set a bookmark. And I think you should refresh like every couple hours to see when first we've actually made happens. the updates on it. And I think that'd be yeah. helpful. Wow. I think that'd be good. Actually, I think you should add our website to the News Explorer app. I mentioned on my first recommendation to make sure that uh, you get every single post that we put up there on that site. Yeah. On your yeah, news feed so. as well. I think see? so. Marketing. And then brand. you know, and Marketing. then
0: save that, save that to your Western Digital, you
1: know, uh, network. Save it to your external drive. So that you make sure that you have it, right? That's right. And when you want to donate to our show, you use the SoFi, SoFi online banking account.
0: Right. Yeah. And when you save yourself maybe $30 at that SoFi, you can go buy a little
1: amp for your dumb speaker. 30 bucks. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know what? actually interesting. We kept everything relatively cheap today.
0: Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Thirty bucks was you. I, your highest. I month. think I'm actually in the positive. So you know, I cost you thirty bucks, but then I already told you I gained fifteen plus. I'm going to get another three hundred dollars yeah. shortly okay. when my deposit goes in. I think I'm I'm in the good man. You, you that's cost right. The my drive was one hundred.
1: Mine was one hundred fifty bucks. I forgot about that. And yeah. then ten bucks, ten bucks a month, man. So no, no, uh, no it's not ten bucks a month for News Explorer, It's Ten bucks once. Oh, sorry. Yeah, once. it's one time. Yeah, no, it no, no it's fifteen dollars. Okay, okay. To get right, so one hundred sixty
0: dollars to get both of yours,
1: one hundred sixty bucks, and you're out on mine. Okay, it's not it's not horrible. And me, me, <laughs> you're making money, but whatever yeah. could be making money, could be. <laughs> yeah. All right, good deal. Right. Well, listen, this has been Brothers in Tech. Brian, thanks as always. Uh, I'll be checking out a couple of your recommendations. Don't have a need for the amp right now. Thank yeah. you for that. Uh, it's yeah, good to know it's well. out there. Uh, may check out the online banking. We'll see. Um,
0: well, if you do, please let me know so I can get the referral fee and you can get some referral cash from me. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, let's make it happen. And anybody right, else yeah. in the world, if you want a referral from me, <laughs> let me know. Right. We'll so make Brian, this happen. Let's make Brian's it happen. Right? Giving referrals. Going here, right?
1: Brian is up for giving referrals <laughs> to sofi.com. If anybody absolutely. wants to take advantage of that, just referral, hit him up. You saw it? the email address, there info at go. the TV. Let him know. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again in the next coming, coming weeks with more technology discussions and updates and future recommendations as well. So uh, hope this has been helpful. Hope you found some interesting things out of it and we will look forward to talking to you next time. Take care, everyone.
0: All right. Bye-bye.
1: I always forget to play the closing song. (laughs) I've got to have that more. On call radio. All your time learning about
0: direction we are to each other. Right, let's do it again.
1: All right, everybody. We'll see you later. Take care. All right. Bye bye.
0: You've been listening to The Mesh